Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This, well, we testing. should actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. So, Dave, so, I had a dream last night about dream? us recording this podcast. Oh, man. That's It was a scary. weird one. So, um, try to follow along here. I'm trying. Okay. So... We were in, okay, it was supposed to be the house you grew up in. Okay. Like in the world of the dreams. Back in Phoenixville? No, no in, the, in like the context of the dream. Okay. This was the house you grew up in. Okay, gotcha. But it wasn't actually the, the house, house you grew up in. The house in Phoenixville, okay. But like, it was isomorphic. Right, 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 right. And we were in what was supposed to be your room, not your real room. But no, right, right, I get In it. the dream, this yeah. was your your, your conscious room. understanding of what my room is. Yeah. Okay. And like you had the, this is the weird part of the dream where there might be some sort of way to analyze it All right, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for so this. So you had a, a key ring out, right? Okay. And I noticed that on that key ring, the keys to your house were the same keys to the apartment complex I'm living in now. Mm-hmm. And in the my mind in the dream world was like, oh yeah, that's because we rent from the same company. Right. Which... Obviously, this doesn't correspond to reality. Correct. So then we were trying to record for a while, and your family kept interrupting us. Now, this wasn't your actual family. Right. Just some randos that you said. No, no, no. No. Like in the context of the dream, this was your family. No, I get it. But they weren't your family in the dream. Right, right, right. But you were still you. Right. So that's the dream. I know we talk a lot about dreams and analysis on here. I'm sure someone could do something with that, but nothing, nothing jumps out at me. I mean, like, I can see... With that the the whole room thing, I don't know. I think I uh-huh. think it's I think the concept is it's it's my room, it's my house. That's yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's there. The keychain thing that yeah, I find interesting. That's the, um, that's what some psychologist would have to. I would say unwrap. I had the keys that you thought were yours. Hmm. Okay, and I feel like in some ways maybe you feel like I have the ability. To not only have what I have, but mm-hmm. have what you have. Okay. So even even because when I think of key, I think of it's, it unlocks something. Uh-huh. It unlocks something that's valuable, something you want to protect. Mm-hmm. It's yours. Yeah. But if I have your keys uh-huh. to open your house, uh-huh. it's as if everything that you have, I already have, and mm. I have access to. Okay. So maybe there's a form of, um, I don't know, coveting. Maybe because maybe. maybe you're all like I I got to this point in my life I'm uh-huh. just I'm just psychoanalyzing. Okay. Go ahead. It. But under the same context though, we're still together doing the podcast uh-huh. in my house doing yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. and we're still on par in that regard. So I think I think on some subconscious level, you 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 you're, you want to you want your own self to have what you have, but at uh-huh. the same token, you're feeling like David already has all this stuff. Could be maybe because I don't know. I mean like. I, I think I got out of the running blocks a little faster than you. Uh-huh. I was actually talking to this about my girlfriend. That's oh, yeah. my girlfriend actually last night, and we were talking about you know what were you like in high school? Uh-huh. Like we've had this conversation before, her and I. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> I mean, like you ask anybody about anything uh-huh. about who I was and what I was about in high school, you're going to get different answers from much <laughs> different people. Let's be fair here. Yeah. Um, but I think I think at the same token too, though. Um, the topic of how you and I came about. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, I really want to understand your relationship with Tim. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you love him more than me? And um, I don't think it's fair. I think it's interesting because it's kind of like, 
I mean, when she first met you, she wasn't crazy about you. Oh, yeah? No, what? No, I'm mad. crazy about you. Yo, I'm mad now. But I think after, you know, for a while, you know, uh-huh. you, you grew on her. Okay. Because I think that, I think after she was hearing, especially when she started hearing what you're doing on Mondays lately, uh-huh. uh, she got a new appreciation. So, wait, especially, and that was like a week ago. <laughs> so, you're saying like... <laughs> Up to a week ago is basically yeah, for four years. She's like, this guy's a piece of crap. <laughs> okay, I think this is what it is. I think this is what it is. I think you are not as tactful in certain situations. What situations? Social. Okay, situations. go ahead. <laughs> Even on the podcast, let's uh-huh, be fair here. Uh-huh. You're more blunt I'm more about blunt. certain things, and I think sure. I, I know I've it's, known you all my life. Podcast. I've known be you blunt. all my life, uh-huh. and I feel like that is a quality that I do admire about you, and I like about you because uh-huh. you're freaking real about it. I'm not that blunt. I could be blunter. I think Let's I think some I'm of your not. social um, commentaries okay. can be a little blunt. Okay, about I hold, I hold back. You don't hold back. I, oh, I hold back. No, you don't. Oh, I think on this podcast you do, given how okay. much I know you. Uh-huh. But I think that's fair. I mean, anybody would. would. You hold back. Oh, I hold back. I do. But um, but because I think I want to make this entertaining rather uh-huh. than just me being ranting, out rant, outlandish. You know okay. what I mean? Like, and I think to a certain degree, I am pretty outlandish. Uh, but no, no, no. But she, but she was asking about that, and I just thought about you and I, and how mm-hmm. in our lives we really didn't live really close together for the majority of the yeah. time. Like uh-huh. even in university, dude. Like I'm thinking back. I think there's maybe one semester you and I were even in the same university. Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I mean. Like one semester, one semester, and then in grad school, we, did we what see grad? each other mm, when no, I was in grad I don't school? Think, I think I was we, out by then. Or maybe like I was there for like one more semester, right? And we did. I, I felt like we never. It met never. Up. It never matched right. up though. So it was just interesting looking back on just how you and I, you know, grew up together, and just like I don't know, we we're just good friends, and just how it is. Mm-hmm. But she was really interested to, for the for the pure details of what David was like in in high school uh-huh. or younger. Hmm. And uh, I think I don't know what I really surmised it as. I said there was bits and pieces of the David who I am today uh-huh. that that opened itself for people to see. Mm-hmm. But for the vast majority mm-hmm. of it, I was it's quite. A- Completely different, different character. Completely different. Like I think that more. I think more so the the person I am today was more visible if you were part of the anime club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know it sounds strange. Like yeah. think about it though. Freshman year. I see what you mean. Freshman year. I there start, you took a more leadership role. Right. Right. And I, you were less. I guess you uh, blocked yourself off less. Yeah, I think. I think because think about you had it, to freshman year. Put up year, a veneer of some sophistication. Did, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. That's not the veneer you put up when you were young. No, it sure wasn't sophistication. No, for sure. And I think too, like I think because my freshman year, I started the anime club. Uh huh. And <laughs> you're laughing at me. You it son just of a bitch. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got my, I got my leadership you know cred on that and i mm-hmm. and i took care of that club i love that club yeah. that was a club i really enjoyed having and do they have like it's framed still, portraits it's still, of you on the wall it still exists it's still like how it, you go to north korea and there's a picture of kim jong i everywhere. hope that they have a Is framed like, picture of me i hope they do i hope they look back like you at on the wall and try to find these people like who are the originals who are the founding yeah. fathers it was <laughs> it was me and jd uh, i'm not going to say any real names but that was the the uh-huh. vice president at the time and that anime club still exists in the high school wow. to this day. Like That's I, your endearing legacy. I if I did one thing right ever in high it was school, starting an anime that club. was it. That was it. Everything else, I am. Um, uh, well, we all grow up, don't we? At least you graduated. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know what? She <laughs> what? flipped. She flipped beans when Why? she heard that you didn't graduate. Why? She had no idea you didn't. I, I yeah. swore I told her. Hmm. As we tell a lot of the people, you never graduated high school. No. 
So tell that story. I, I, think, I just I didn't think, graduate I think our, our listeners are actually curious a little bit about that. My, Timmy, this guy that you listen to every week mm. who has insightful, brilliant I, – I respect Tim, I respect you so much. Like, uh-huh. I, I honestly do. Like, no matter how many keys you think I have to your okay, life, okay. I truly respect you as an intellectual, mm. as a person. And I think there's, like, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of, I think, humanitarian stories that you don't tell to other people. Because you're humble. You're a humble guy. Am I? I think you're humble. I guess so, maybe. And I, I respect respect the fact that you have made a piece of this world for you and like you've worked against odds out of all the don't give me that mm, look uh-huh. I, res- I respect so this guy right here the guy that you hear every week never graduated high school no. tell- can you give us a synopsis There's not much to tell i just never did any work i got f's and d's all the time because i didn't try at all and i skipped you know many many days every year how many how what was your record how many days oh geez did- i don't know probably must have been senior year probably over 100 um <laughs> something like that 90 in the in the 80s 90s or a little more than oh longer. my god and now what were you here's a sad thing ladies and gentlemen I was on here's the sad thing What's he the sad lived thing? in a neighborhood okay uh, that yo, literally yeah i could walk literally 15 minutes in a safe cul-de-sac neighborhood uh-huh. 15 minute walk to the high school yeah uh-huh. and he still chose not to freaking yeah. show up that's correct that's just it's insane it, it's insane Can I, do you mind if we say what high school you went to yes don't say it okay <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I say what freaking high school you went to? I think everyone yeah, let's, knows. Let's I think it. everybody knows what high school I went okay. to. So, I mean, I've said it several times. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, that you didn't show up. You didn't do your work. And uh-huh. then by the end of senior year... I just wasn't... I failed too many classes. I wasn't going to graduate. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to, like, do some makeup thing over the summer, but I never did it. So, and then, they then just like, like, a year and a half later, I just got a GED and started college. I remember those. Honestly, one of the biggest regrets educationally i should have just dropped out senior year got a ged and went to college right away i think you would that's have, what i, I really think, should I, have think, done. I think i don't think that here's the thing i don't think we knew the options honestly no 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 we didn't know we the didn't options. know we didn't know the options yeah. because uh-huh. that, that's a screwed up there i don't want to go on an education rant right now but like it really does blow my mind when i started really thinking about like the things i was good at like how much we didn't know how much we yeah. didn't know the uh-huh. options were available to oh, us yeah. like as i got older and i and i were in a sector that would allow us to understand the options mm-hmm. that kids have yep. i really truly wish that people maybe they did tell us and we just weren't freaking listening no i don't think you know what i mean like i, I just no I, I don't i don't think that's it i think it's more that like regular teachers and regular guidance counselors the regular thing to do worked so well for them that they don't really think about right, the right, alternatives. Right. And since they're part of the regular system, they don't really have any incentive to explore the alternatives. Right, right. So. I think, well, I mean, it's either here nor there, but um, I'm not going to be pointing fingers at anybody's you know, happenstances in my life. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I'm, I'm fine with what the hell happened, and here we are. I'm, I'm whatever. But um, I just – she was blown – she was totally like – he never graduated high school. Uh-huh. And I said, you know what? That makes that's, – that's what makes a damn good biography. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Zuckerberg didn't graduate college? Nah. I didn't even graduate <laughs> high school, mother. <laughs> Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark. Speak, speaking of um, figures well hated by this podcast. Okay. So last Sunday, I know you don't watch the show, but it was the premiere of Game of Thrones. Ugh, and God. Guess... I'm sorry. Like, okay, every, listen. Every... Go ahead. Go ahead. Make your whatever. Hate, I just hate the Game of Thrones. Like, first off, it's a sh- very chauvinistic show. Very sexual. Not anymore. Oh, that not changed, anymore. No, that changed not a lot. Anymore. You mean Actually, after all I think the... it changed for the worse because it's more clumsy. It's, uh, it's, not, all, it's not very good anymore. It, it never was, but go on. So it was good. Throw, the whatever, first whatever. five seasons were really Fan good. Fanboy. Okay. Anyway, there was a special cameo. Like, it wasn't announced. No one knew it was going to happen. Just out of nowhere, there was a cameo. Yeah. Guess who? 
Who? We hate him. On, I hate him on the podcast. Ed Sheeran? It, it was your boy, Ed Sheeran. No way! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God! Uh-huh. So what was he? Like, was he so, like a maestro or no, something? No, no, no. What, is it? what was he doing? So, like, so, yo. Okay. Ed listen. Sheeran, if you're ever... If anybody knows him personally, tell he him... He listens. T- he li- oh, yeah. He does. Totally. Tell him that I know he, like, hates social media or whatever, but I want him to know that, like, there are people... There are fanboys in there hitting close to 30 that still love him. <laughs> and I know that's the demographic he's shooting for. Uh-huh. Like, you know... <laughs> I want those 30-year-old guys. <laughs> Dang, dude. Freaking Game of Thrones. Yeah. Good so, anyway... Him. Good for him. What happened since I know you're so... I love this music. Hear. His music's great. I don't care what so, it says. So there's this character who's like making this travel somewhere, right? And she's on a horse going through the woods. Okay. And there's like this camp. I don't of like where this scene is going. No, no, no. It's not that at all. There's this camp of soldiers. Like Again, not really horse. like for this. No, no, a no. Woman on a horse. No, no, no. Woman on a horse in a camp of soldiers. Gotcha. <laughs> what Game of Thrones? So first you hear someone like the soldiers are gathered by a campfire, and you hear someone singing, mm-hmm. and then the camera pans, and you see it said Sheeran's character singing. And he's just a regular old soldier. Just, you know, he's part of the camp. He's sitting around the campfire. What is he singing? I don't know. Some random song. Okay. And um, so that's it. And then she gets off the horse. They all, she sits with the soldiers. They all talk. <laughs> basically, I mean, the point of the scene was like, so this character is like one of the upper class people. Right. And basically the point of the scene was to, like the soldiers were part of the army who's right. the enemy of this upper class character. Right, right, right. And the whole point of the scene was to like hu- humanize the regular everyday soldiers who are just like they're just soldiers they don't want to really be part of this war any more than anyone else how political how political what oh that yeah yeah like that was the point of the scene so it's so thought-provoking like man like war man what is it good for absolutely nothing that was basically the scene all right that's that's what he was singing actually war what is it what is it good for absolutely nothing except for making rich richer yeah so that was again that was ed sheeran's week for you um you know what's funny? I've been actually really. There's been a song that's been song that's been stuck in my head for the past couple days. What's that? I don't know. Like, um, I don't know who sang it. Even it's um, it's like um, we'll meet again. Mm-hmm. Don't know how. Don't know when. Da-da-na, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a sunny day. It's probably one of those songs. Yeah. Like, um, it was written by a songwriter. Yeah. And, Someone has a couple probably, different yeah, interpretations. Most of the songs are there. like that, except for Ed Sheeran's. But yeah, yeah, um, he writes his own songs. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Probably not. <laughs> um, I don't know, like that that World War II era music. I don't know. It was so yeah, yeah. it was nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, I think another one. I don't, I don't even remember who sang this one. I think a lot of people know this one. It was on Futurama mm-hmm. when uh, they had like an homage to his past, and like uh-huh. there was a dog yeah, he loved. Dog, what was the, the dog. dog's name? Seymour. Yeah, Seymour. And it goes, um, if it takes mm-hmm. forever. I will wait for you. Tim, mm-hmm. I'll wait for you. Thank for you. For a thousand Thank you, summers. Thousand summers, boy. I will wait for you. Thanks. Freaking wonderful song. Um, yeah, I like um that era of French music I like. You know what? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of... Sing, sing me something. Sing I don't me something. know. I, oh, I, I wouldn't on. know off the top of my head. Tim, you can't just say you like French music from the 1940s I, I and not have one on the top of your I head. Think, That's not the Tim I know. I, That's I, not the Tim from Tim and Dave no, podcast. Yes, it is. It's the exact one. All right. Well, fair enough. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I really like that sort of music. And then the Rat Pack, mm-hmm. James Dean, Frank Sinatra, and um, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. Like, jeez, man. Like, that's. I, why, why don't we have a Rat Pack? It's a good we question. Need a good third. You know, you and People, I, you and I oh, have what, always why had aren't trouble we finding. A rat pack? Well, you oh. and I are a pack, but we're not okay. a Rat Pack. Yeah, that's like, true. And we're not singers. So, I mean, we I want to be a singer, but. 
Apparently, a couple podcasts ago, my brother Ooh, Timmy said that sorry. it's not happening. Well, maybe if we had a Rat Pack. But we never had a good third. You, true. Let's be fair. It's true. We did You and I have been a duet uh-huh. since day one. Yeah. Like, well, not day one. The first day I met you, I wanted, uh-huh. I threatened to beat you up. And then yeah. eventually you wanted to be friends with me because you didn't want to be friends with a bully. I thought you were older. <laughs> and like you were going to be this older, tough guy. Hey, hey, what's going on? I had, the, I had a hat. I had one of those hats on in first grade with, the, with one of the propellers on. You guys, you guys want to start some trouble here on the playground? Yeah. Room, room, room. Look at my swirly hat. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we never had a good third, though. I think I just wish we had a good third. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean anybody wants to be a third, and Come we, can, on we, can put, we can put you on the podcast and call you featuring, um, I don't know, the third. Maurice. What, Maurice? Maurice. Featuring Maurice. I, I knew a guy named Maurice back yeah, then. Yeah, you did. He was a cool dude. Uh-huh. He worked at Chuck E. Cheese's with me. Oh, another thing I what? mentioned. Uh, my girlfriend didn't know I, I, I made pizzas. At, I don't know what the hell's wrong with her. To be Okay. You must have talked I, about I had to edit. Pizzas. I'm going to edit that part. No. Uh, what's, what's wrong with her? No, but she didn't, she didn't know that I actually made pizzas. You must have talked about I, that. I, I know I talked about okay. how I made pizzas she at Chuck E. Cheese's. She just doesn't care about your pizza making I worked at Chuck E. Cheese's for seven freaking years. Yeah. But I started to really think about that job a lot, too. I really? met, actually ran into an f- old buddy of mine. Ah. Uh, well, a kid I used to work with. Um mm-hmm. Uh, he's in, he's going to Westchester now. Um, while I'm walking the campus, uh, I met up with them, and it was like it was a strange scene. All that's strange, but it was nice. nice. I mean, what if you ran into some of your old workers? I mean, no, I haven't. Um, I did one time. Um, I guess this was like when I worked at Superfresh. Right. This was like two years after the place shut down. Mm. I was at Temple one day. This was after I transferred out. But right. I had to go back there to get some paperwork. Right, right, right. And like I just walked out of one of the buildings, and there he was. Mm. And we just talked for a while. It's That's stra- really the only time. You know, it's strange when you meet people from your past from a long time ago. Most uh-huh. of the reactions I get from people when they see me like now, like, it's, it's all it like, like run the other direction. <laughs> Like no offense, <laughs> no offense. Screw you, dude. No, no. Yes, offense. <laughs> um, no, like it's it's usually just shock. I think I don't know if that's normal. Uh-huh. I, really, I I mean, I'm sure it is. I mean, people are shocked to see people, or no, or maybe I think I don't it's know. because it's such a glaring difference. Honestly, from could be, from, could be. from how it was back in the day. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, like we all reimage ourselves and do uh-huh. whatever we want to do. I'm happier with what I'm doing. I mean, I'm an independent guy, you know, mm-hmm. doing my thing. Word. Getting got this got this whole thing called the Tim and Dave show going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, yeah. which Throw by the way, which by the cash cow, which by <laughs> don't make me laugh. <laughs> I love doing this with you, too. I bought a whole new pack of socks from this show. <laughs> I freaking love my socks. Uh, but by the way, we have reached our 500th view this Ooh. week. We have had 500 hours of listenership in two and a half months. Isn't that... It just blows good. my mind. That's 500 good. Out of the 14 videos we have up, 15 yeah. after this, 500 people have listened to our podcast. 500, 500 hours. times. 500 of, hours have been dedicated And you know what? It's, us. it's you know, I... And so I think I, I think I speak for both of us. You know, mm. I, it's, it's 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 humbling to think that people really appreciate the commentary we have about yes. the world uh-huh. enough so that there's 500 hours of listenership. Um, when you think about like YouTube videos, like the big ones are usually like two three minutes tops, yeah. short clips, and they get millions of views. Yeah. And that is like even I think that I read a statistic that the engagement on a Facebook video is no more than 30 seconds. Yeah. So the fact that 500 people are willing to listen to us for more than three minutes, you know, uh, is, is just, it blows my mind. So, so we have high engagement. We do. I don't know about engagement in the sense that they're interacting. Like, um, yeah. Well, I mean, like if you start 
something you listen to yeah no no i don't think there's something appeasing so again thank you guys all of you for your patronage and and your and your uh appreciation of our commentary um it's there's nothing more fulfilling i think when you see a creation Mm. coming into its own not that we're huge or big or whatever but um I mean, this is. I think I've seen Timmy more now than I have probably in all the. That's true. Since we started, you know, started going off on our yeah. own way, and I love it. I love. I, uh-huh. I, this is what we'd probably already be doing, honestly, if we were just talking. We might have. That's why we said, "Why don't we just record doing it?" That's pretty much how. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Uh, this is the extension of the conversations that we have been having. Mm-hmm. So, speaking about conversations, conversations though, or the okay. lack thereof, to some. Hmm. Donald Trump. Ooh. All right. So I don't know if any of you have heard this news, these news stories, but let me let me put some backspin to this. So Donald Trump has been having a really bad reputation of kind of like making the first ladies of countries yeah. into the pulpit of news and almost in a sense like dragging them into the rags of the newspapers. Yeah. Another exa- first example, one of the many examples actually is one with Macron's wife. Macron's wife. Macron is the president of France uh-huh. and she he, Trump said something really He said she's she's in such great shape. She's in such great physical shape. <laughs> and he's like saying this to Macron while like pointing at her. I'm laughing cuz No, like, it's funny. No, I'm laughing because it's just so blatantly terrible uh-huh. like Holy crap. Like it's very it's not tactful. That's for It's horrible. <laughs> I mean like he's so chauvinistic. Like uh-huh. and even with that, I'm all like I was think I almost gave him a mulligan because the French uh-huh. culture is more liberal. Yeah. I think I mean look at um who was the French president before Macron? Hollande. Francois Hollande. You saw pictures of him checking out the was it the Kardashians but or Oh I didn't notice. But yeah, I'm sure. Like there was there. there was images of that. Uh-huh. Like, you know, and I was thinking maybe, you know, maybe that's they're more willing to not be as as sensitive to, yeah, to women apparently in apparently that, that is the case so and i was like all right fine whatever uh, for the japanese however no, that is definitely not, not the case so the g20 summit <laughs> at that we least when about, they're off the subways yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible it's a freaking awful i there's a there's a story about that actually so when i was when i was <laughs> don't, li- don't tell it on the air <laughs> No, when I was living in Japan, right, uh-huh. when I was 19, um, I was very conscious of the culture of, of sexual assault, and I, mm-hmm. and I took that very seriously, and I didn't want to be caught into that fray, because yeah. foreigner, oh, yeah. you know, all this stuff. They'd um, string you up if you're a And foreigner. I heard, actually, I heard it got a lot better after the 1990s. I've they, heard that too, Because yes. they said they cr- started cracking down on sexual assault uh-huh. on the subways, because there was a culture in Japan where yeah, like you could just get away with You can it. get away with sexually assaulting girl, women and young girls, and obviously uh-huh. that's screwed up, right? Yeah. So um, by the time I started... I was there around in 2009, mm-hmm. and they said that it got better. Like they started to enforce it, uh, the the criminalization. People are flipping out because it's screwed up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So knowing that, I still was very cautious about being on the subways because those things. I mean, like I'm sure in New York, anybody who's been in the city, like you know, subways can get packed, especially uh-huh. during rush hour. Yeah. But Japan's no, a whole other animal. Super it's packed. it's they have literally hired hands to shove people yeah, in the car uh-huh. in, into the train yep. cars. They're like pushing a mass of yeah, humans into the car. It's crazy. So I, being the foreigner uh, that you know didn't want to get involved in anything ridiculous, when I was in the subway, I put the backpack in front of my uh-huh. chest. Yep. Okay. And then I put my right hand on the bar, uh-huh. and then I put my other hand visibly on my uh-huh. left, sh- on my other shoulder, so uh-huh. the, the stu- everyone knew where my freaking hands yeah, were yeah. at the time of, of ridership. Mm-hmm. And I purposely did that because, like, I I did not want to be the guy pointed at 
uh-huh. out of mistake. I want to, and I want people to know, like, I get your culture. I understand this sexual assault lifestyle. Like all these weirdos that they exist. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get into university. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a class here <laughs> and stay awake and just, just yeah. you know, maybe get some ramen on the side. Mm-hmm. So, yes, very much so. I wouldn't say they ha- they're very liberal in that extent in public. So yeah. when the G20 summit came about, mm-hmm. Trump was eating. Uh, food at the dinner table with the Japanese Prime Minister Abe, uh-huh. uh, Ivanka, not Ivanka, his wife, rather. Milana. Uh, Milana, right. And, um, uh, you know, just, just just a normal group of people, whatever. Uh-huh. And I think what the faux pas came about was is that the the first lady of, of Japan, um, uh, Miss Abe, no, Miss, um, what the heck is what, President Abe's? Shinzo Abe. Shinzo, yes, yeah, Miss Abe. Uh, he, she didn't say anything to Trump at all. Um, not and not even a hello, supposedly. So oh, Trump goes no, back boy. and says, "Oh well, it was a great dinner, whatever." Oh, we know, but um, I didn't get a single hello from her. Um, <laughs> um, I guess she doesn't speak English. Um, and uh, you How know, but, but, but she's a lovely woman. She's a lot. It's almost like she's like saying, "Yeah, you you spurned me by yeah. not groveling to my feet, uh-huh. and God forbid you didn't speak fluent English, mm-hmm. Japanese Prime Minister's um, First Lady, yeah. uh, and." Uh, you know, because of this, you know, I'm going to make a little bit of a stink at the news press uh-huh. because <laughs> I know for a fact that you probably have some English skills and you chose not to use them on me. Yeah. So, like, he drugged her through oh, the mud because yeah, apparently she has spoken publicly in English before. Uh-huh. But some are now speculating that those were scripted speeches rather mm. than fluent conversations. And then most times when she wants to have an interaction with world leaders, she asks for it to either be in full Japanese yeah. or assisted by an interpreter, mm-hmm. which... Uh, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. If you want to, if you're speaking to the president of the United States of America or or any world leader for that matter, you want to probably be able to express as eloquently as you can. And again, I, and but then again, I've heard another story too where people who speak English in Japan but choose not to because they don't like a person is very common. Oh, and, I and, see. And feigning ignorance. Mm-hmm. So strike two again for first lady uh, yeah, etiquette. He's, he's, it's he's, like he's going at him. I just I know and all over a dinner date. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. I also heard some stories that he was actually not really hanging out with the Abe's all that much. That he kind of spent an hour away from them talking to Putin, <laughs> supposedly about the adoption policies of uh-huh. Russian children in the nineties. Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. That's exactly what they were talking about. So I don't know. I just just a, just an interesting uh, occurrence. That Macron's could... had a lot of like s- scandals recently. Actually, yeah. What the about? most recent one well, was um. They, well, before you get onto that, I don't okay, want to interrupt you, but Macron and Trump made up over the climate deal. Oh yeah, they were I kissing heard. and hugging and yeah, I saw and, they like, were kissing. All right. they, they, they were just like, oh, French culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> climate. Oh, icebergs. Oh, that's that's what they were doing. Yes, exactly. But go on. So, scandals like, with Macron. The most recent thing, like the so, macaroni factory. Oh my! Oh my gosh! That macaroni factory. <laughs> yo, you wouldn't yo. believe what the heck's I'm happening. I'm telling Macron there. macaroni going through the 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 noodle grinder. <laughs> yeah, really. All right, go on. Sorry. I don't know. Like, um, he campaigned on not cutting the uh, military's budget, and he cut the military. Oh budget, yeah, he just probably. he just released his budget, and there's like huge cuts to the military, hmm. and like the head of the military doesn't keep their word. I'm so yeah, surprised. Guy, like the head of the military, that guy. Mm-hmm like tried to wage just like sort of political struggle against him but oh, macron's man. just like listen buddy i'm your boss if you don't like it quit like or he was like he was start very... up a watermelon eating contest yeah really because i've been training <laughs> for this day since i was born <laughs> listen he's a scholar of french history he's 
believed all along that the watermelon eating contest <laughs> has to come back. That's actually why he wanted to run for office. Fair he enough. wants to bring it back. So he's like, yeah, I want the scandals. I want so many scandals that the people rise up and say, the only way to resolve this is to bring back the watermelon eating contest. That sounds like something I'd be into. Yeah, so let's hope that happens. Also, there was pretty like ridiculous controversy. So it was at the G20, actually. Okay, okay. And it was a conference on um, African development. And there Wait, was, was this the conference in which Ivanka Trump actually said No, no, on? no. This was something totally different. Well, no, that is the actual panel. Well, that was the actual panel. It wasn't panel. a panel. Like, the, the thing was, he was standing at a podium and it was a question and answer session. All right. It might have been somewhat attached. Okay, okay. But, like, hmm. there was a journalist from the Ivory Coast who asked Macron about um, aid to Africa and proposed, like, an um, African Marshall Plan. Yeah. Like, you know, the Marshall Plan. So the idea was, like, what about a Marshall Plan for Africa? Right. And Macron basically said, well, listen, it's it's not going to work that well because there's structural factors at play in Africa. Uh-huh. And he goes on to list, like, the structural factors that are holding back African development. Right. And he mentioned the very high fertility rate in Africa, <laughs> which, no, like, anyone who knows development or demographics or studies Africa at all agrees that that's, like, one of their major problems. Okay, there's all right. way too many births. Okay. And he mentioned this as one of the many problems and, like, especially the English language media was like, oh, my gosh, he's blaming African women for Africa being poor, which is a facile and ridiculous criticism. Okay. Maybe he could have been a little more eloquent. No, no, he doesn't need to be more eloquent. Okay. Well, anyone, anyone, who studies, anyone who studies demographics or development always talks about that being an issue. Okay. All right. So birth rates are too high yes. and the infrastructure for the society is not in place to be able to support that much life. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's it. So those are the two big ones? Yeah, pretty or much. Or three, macaroni. The macaroni. General and the Africa. general and Africa, yeah. Man. Speaking about life expectancies, mm. um, I just read an article in the BBC how the life expectancy from 2010 to present has not been increasing at the rate of, of efficiency mm. as it has been in the past 100 years. Okay. So apparently – now, let me preface with this um, – I don't know if our listeners know much about life expectancy, but life expectancy has been increasing um, proactively uh, since um, uh, the... For a long while. For a long while. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that birth rates, uh, or rather than a death by birth, uh, either by a child or the mother... childhood mortality. Correct, yes. um, Has been going on the wayside because of better medical advancements. Uh However... If you looked at if you were born and everything went well by a certain age, even a hundred years ago, you probably had a good chance of living a long, fruitful yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, maybe not fruitful, but long. Right, <laughs> quite. <laughs> and um, so, if you take into account being birthed and no complications there derived from that in the mother or the child, mm. um, the birth rates still have been going. I mean, excuse me, life expectancy still has yeah. been increasingly going up. About maybe a year every five, ten years. Uh, life expectancy has been going up. Well, they've been seeing now, though, since 2010, that it hasn't been going as high as it should have been Mm -hmm. since the progression of the the studies for 100 years ago. And they're trying to figure out exactly why that is since 2010. Uh, They were arguing, though, because what was going on in 2010 was the austerity Uh of the economies, the cutback on on medical programs for Uh the poor, uh, I guess guess just education. Health, health, like health benefits, disability benefits. That for the elderly, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's it's an interesting idea to think that, you know, that 
you know, we're not getting to a point where uh, it's, it's, it's advancing as fast. They were definitely saying that it's not because we've reached a peak of how long no, a person no, no, can live. Because honestly, no. I mean, like, um, in North South Korea, actually, they're about to hit the 80-year mm-hmm. uh, expectancy mark, actually, yeah. about with the Korean women, uh-huh. uh, out overlapping Japanese, to be honest oh, with you. more than Japan now? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. surprising. Yeah, they, are the, they have the highest life expectancy. It's got to be the diet, right? <sighs> um, probably the diet. I think, too, um, Japan... Uh, also has Japan has a lot of issues going on. I think societally in in regards to um, birth rates, um, I don't think the population is 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 no, it's not growing at all. It's not it's growing. Considered a big problem. So I I don't know if that has to do with the data. I don't know. I really mm. I didn't. I'm not really well versed in the pure specifics as to the, why that is. But it just goes to show you that just the advancement of Korea in the past sixty years, it's mind boggling. Oh yeah, how fast that. It's like the biggest. Like, thing that's happened. Yeah, flip-flop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Third largest, fourth largest economy. No, not even close, but it's, it's high. very good. Okay, fair enough. Top yeah. 10 at least. I don't think so. I think so. I, not, I don't think so. It's very rich per capita. Well, look it up. Okay. The point is, okay. <laughs> the point is, is that they also said in the article that those who are wealthier have 16 years yeah, yeah, uh, higher life expectancy than those who are poorer, uh-huh. which again goes to show you that, you know... You know there is there is a divide in which is provided for people to be able to have proper health insurance or mm-hmm. proper health care. Yeah. They say the two biggest things that you can really do to help not you know die younger die. Uh-huh. is stop smoking and drink uh, uh, responsibly and have a better diet and have a better diet and Diets, exercise. Diet is probably the biggest thing. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. I think that's I think that is a I mean it's tough. Yeah, it's th- tough. Been, but um, here's a screwed up thing in America, though. Meat costs less than fresh vegetables at times. Uh-huh. Like, a fresh vegetables are expensive. Sometimes, yeah. A lot of times, like to get fresh foods, uh-huh. like I could buy chicken dumpsticks for like eighty nine cents a pound. Yeah. But if I want to buy myself, like I don't know, mushrooms or uh-huh. or carrots mushrooms or that peppers, peppers are pretty expensive. A dollar for one bell pepper. I guess, a dollar for a freaking bell pepper. A bell pepper is pretty filling, though. I, mean, I you love can bell eat peppers. that bell pepper, and you're like, I'm, pretty, I'm not I, hungry I, I just feel like fresh vegetables should be cheaper. That's uh-huh. just my personal opinion yeah. on the matter. Ooh, I got some. Uh, I got some uh, blueberries and strawberries the other day for like just one dollar a pack. No way, that one dollar a pack. Deal. Oh yeah, I've been getting like a couple bits from that too. Um, for as far as like blueberries, I'm getting like large packs for like a certain level, mm. um, like maybe like five dollars. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do like blueberries. I've been eating oatmeal and blueberries a lot, too. That's Very good. good. It's good for you. But yeah, as for the, um, what's it called, life expectancy thing, that's been a really um, big topic in America recently, especially among um, middle-aged white people. Yeah. Like the life expectancy is, like the growth is really slowing and in some sense is actually going down. Like the life expectancy is getting worse. Go on. Um, there was a major paper, I think about a year, year and a half ago, that examined this, and it specifically looked at middle-aged white men, mm-hmm. like between 40 and 50 or 40 and 55 or right, something right. like that, and showed that like there was a significant decrease in life expectancy over the last couple of years. But there's also a controversy about that paper um, because, in general, people are older, so there might be a composition effect. Like, for example, if you take the sample of 40 to 50-year-olds, right? Right, right. Maybe 50 years ago— there would have been more people at the younger end of that sample than at the lower end, than mm-hmm. at the higher end, right? 
But now, since people are older in general, since birth rates are generally going down, yes. there's more people relatively at the higher end. Okay. So it might just be that composition effect, because everything else being equal, a 49-year-old is more likely to die than a 41-year-old. So that might be an effect, but still, it's a very worrying trend. Well, I think, too, is just that after the recession, you know, our baby boomers are retiring, and uh-huh. the health care provided them is not there. I don't think that the—I don't think— I don't think America is ready for the the incurring costs and having it also commensurate with the quality of care mm. uh, that's about to happen. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't, well, I don't think it is. Ju- healthcare is just eating the economy in general. It's, but here's the thing: like, it, it can't. I don't want to say it can't be that complicated because I know it is. But is it? Is it? I, I, I wish I knew the answer. I can't give a Probably valid. Probably you just need more. Do- more doctors would be better. I mean, it's really hard to become a doctor. It is. Like, but frankly, they could make so, it easier. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. They could make it easier. No. I mean, quality well, okay. care, man. Listen, you're listen, lower listen, the listen, listen. I don't listen, think listen, it's listen. because of that. Hold on. Me and you, if we really put our minds to it and studied, could be good doctors, right? I don't want to be a doctor. I know you don't want to, but hypothetically, someone of your general ability could become a decent Probably. doctor. Probably. I'd hate someone it, of though. My, I know, but someone of my general ability could become a good doctor, right? I guess, yeah. But, like, right now, even if we, like, really wanted to, it would be so difficult. Well, money-wise, yeah. Like, we'd have to take past classes, and we'd have to do all this stuff to catch up, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. That a lot of it you don't necessarily have to do. Like, do you really need, like, whatever, half of a chemistry degree before you go on to med school? Like, probably not. I don't they know. They could make it easier to get into. I, I, I know that it's very cost prohibitive. Uh, mm-hmm. Upwards of $500,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, and, and then they're and the, spending... the government could subsidize tuition oh, heck, for yeah. doctors. That's, a, that's the truth of the matter. Like, yeah. I don't... Because a huge reason... Um, medical care and healthcare in general is so expensive is because the doctors have to make a lot of money because they have so much debt. Right. And they, they have even, like an unreal amount of debt. They're not even making all that much money. They're making a good you. bit of no, money. No, no, they are not. For the okay. first couple, like maybe 10, 15, 20 years of their uh-huh. lives, they're paying off debt and they also have to pay for liability insurance yeah, on top of that. True. Like liability insurance for doctors mm-hmm. is through the roof. Yeah, that's because true. Because if you don't have it, you are one lawsuit of lay, way of losing your oh, practice yeah. or uh-huh. losing your ability to work at a hospital. Yeah. And like you're not getting the you're not getting the house shifts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're getting like late midnight runs, twenty four hour shifts. Like I've read articles top down and bottom saying there is the health professionals are nurses included or, or, or nurse technicians or what have you included uh-huh. are overworked all public yeah, yeah, yeah. all public jobs are overworked teachers mm-hmm. are overworked it's just that what's the answer get more teachers I guarantee you no one wants that mm-hmm. um, I just think that the, the the infrastructure is just not there and uh-huh. the economy I think there shouldn't be for-profit hospitals I, I think that's yeah. kind of I think I think that's counterintuitive uh-huh. I think I think because then you're just building a, I think there should be quality care don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but I'm saying I don't I, I think that there's there's a whole institutional issue with I think you can have Okay, you can have for-profit hospitals. I don't think you could. You should privatize hospitals. Like, okay, you can have the government make hospitals and run it and run them as best they can. Right. If some private entity wants to say, we're not going to take any of the public hospitals and make them their own. We're just going to try to get some money together, mm-hmm. open a hospital, hire some doctors, and see how it goes. I mean, All right, there's nothing enough. that should fair stop enough, that. Fair enough. But the government should provide right. on its own dime. And, and, but also. And, and again, it comes down to there should be enough. Medical, you know, professionals around to be mm-hmm. able to take care of people. I, I just, it just blows my mind. It really does. And I think that that's, I think, a big piece of where the life expectancy will decrease because it kind of makes sense. Uh-huh. If you don't have good medical care at older age, when you're probably in need of good medical care, yeah, you probably have more chances of being 
you know, dying. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and especially for... um, No, you go ahead. Finish your thought. And if you don't have insurance, then you're just boned out of luck. Pretty you're much. Done. And look at, the VA, look at the VA hospitals. Uh-huh. Like, they're garbage. The, the, the men and women who fight for our country, mm. and they can't get proper medical care because the government has totally de- just, just, yeah. just ruined that system. The- and I mean, it'd be really easy to cut down on those costs by not going into pointless wars. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like the easiest thing to do. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that I just think that that we have some really warped expectations of America that our vegetables are too high in prices, where our bell peppers a dollar, and our poor <laughs> veterans here can't get freaking good medical care. If, if America can't get this right, then I don't know what can it get right. Nothing. We do have cheap food. I think our food is cheaper than it most is, countries yeah, in the true. world. To be it's honest, it's cheap. cheaper, it's and not I think of much lower quality. Uh, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, like I don't know even about quality. I mean, like. I was I was thinking about well, just I mean the, the fact general that diet like going to like McDonald's or something. Well, I mean like going to the grocery store. I think you buy cheap food like yeah, yeah, like yeah. steak for mm-hmm. five ninety nine a pound. To yeah, us, it's cheaper. expensive. Yeah, because I'm not spending five ninety nine a pound. I freaking on steak. But to you know, average countries are like where steak is like twenty dollars a pound. And it's mm-hmm. a luxury to have it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I get it. You know, I wish I wish crab was like cheap too. Like, oh man, that'd be really cool. Like four dollars yeah. a pound for crab. I haven't had a crab in a long time. Oh man, God, I love crab. Yeah. Seafood in general is so good. Huh. I've been making a lot of salmon myself. I've been making a lot of salmon. Salmon's been cheap lately, like five dollars really? a pound. How much have you been paying? I don't know. I, I just got um a couple weeks ago. I just got one of those you know frozen same. Like, packs with a yeah bunch same. Of That's what I've been getting. How much you yeah, pay? How much I you pay? I don't remember how much. I'm paying like five dollars a pound a giant, hmm, and I've been bad. eating salmon every day, every single day, almost every. That's my that's, lot, that's my diet, lot, dude. Like I'm telling you, like oatmeal in the morning, peanut butter and banana in the afternoon. Um, no eggs, mind you. I've been off the egg diet. Why? I no a eggs? Lot better. Why no I eggs? I just, I think it's, it's, my body hasn't been able to huh. digest it properly. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, and fish diet, salmon diet, um, octopus. Octopus. Oh, huh? octopus is great, man. Hmm. Um, I've been, I have been eating some rice, but I don't know. That's I, fine. I, come on. I just, I'm not, I mean, I look good. I do my thing. Yeah. You know what you I mean? don't need to watch your diet that much. I, well, I do You're have fine. to, I had to, I, well, I do have to make sure that I'm eating enough protein. Yeah, I, that's I, true. I think that's, I think that's, uh, that's Which a fact is why you shouldn't cut out eggs. It's a lot of protein no, in eggs. No, eggs upset my stomach. Eggs All make right. me feel lethargic. Okay. I don't like having eggs in my diet. That's why weird, oatmeal is doing its trick for me. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Granted, I did eat like a bucket of KFC last night. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's protein. God, Chicken. I love, I love eating crap. Yeah. But anyway, a big reason why I'm... This health life expectancy thing is a big deal, especially among the poor, like middle aged whites, is the opioid crisis. Which yeah, is something that's being talked about a lot. Yeah, yeah. So but here's, but, but, go ahead. No, no, no. You know what? You go on, and then I'm going to make a social critique about the this. Go on. Okay, I I saw this. Um, I read this interesting study the other day, and okay. there was this really cool chart that plotted over time. So it takes um, samples of heroin addicts, okay, right? Right. And it plots when they became addicted to heroin, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it asks them. What did you start with? Did you become? Did you start doing heroin right. and then become addicted to it, or did you start with like prescription pills and then become addicted to heroin? Like years and years and years ago, right. the the significant majority of people who ended up as heroin addicts right. started with straight up heroin. Right? Okay, but now the significant majority of people who are near, who are now heroin addicts first started abusing prescription medication. Hmm. Go figure. Which is, and that's the big thing, right? Like right, right. Prescription opioids, yep. painkillers, yep. especially for those poorer, you know, working class guys yep. who have been working physical labor jobs. Now right. they're in their forties or fifties. Their back hurts. Their right. knee, their knees hurt. They right. get prescribed opioids yep. as painkillers. Yep, and they develop addictions to it. Yep, yeah. It's um, 
it's pretty messed up, and I think it's affecting a lot of communities, especially in rural um, Midwestern uh, yeah, towns. Yeah, yeah. I know uh-huh. that the and then it kind of fuels the whole um, you know jail uh, industrial complex where you have these. Not really. No, it does. It does. I think there's a lot more people in jail than in treatment for these sort of things, mm. and it's kind of counterintuitive to help better a society. Well, then it's questionable because they're usually going to be in jail for something else, and you can say, oh, they're in jail for this other thing like theft, I for think, example. I think to buy opium. Yeah, to buy yeah, opium. Yeah. I mean, like, it's uh-huh. the same stuff. I mean, like, we wouldn't be doing that if we weren't doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, it's the whole point. My social critique on this, though, is yes, I will agree that it's terrible what's going on in America, especially in, you know, um, rural areas that are dealing with a lot of opioids and heroin addiction, etc. Mm-hmm. It's And as you said, it's being lambasted in the news cycle. You see where I'm going with lambasted, this? Lambasted, huh? Lambasted in the, in, the, in the news cycle and saying, what can we do to change this situation? Like, uh-huh. we need to get together and start looking for treatment programs rather than jail programs. Mm. And it's interesting because I do think this critique that I'm about to specify is warranted. So you just want to lock them all up is what you're saying? Heck no. Okay. I just find it interesting, and so do many others, that mm-hmm. this news um, coverage on this crisis, and it is a crisis of the uh-huh. opioid addiction yes. that afflicts many white people. I think I know what you're going, and I've heard Is yeah. used to such a degree of finding uh-huh. treatment versus yeah. when in the 80s, when there was the crack mm-hmm. epidemic yeah, within inner going. cities with the African-American communities, uh-huh. it was seen as, just lock them up. Like, yeah, let's yeah, throw yeah, them yeah. in jail. Uh-huh. Forget about the treatment. And it's interesting because now that there is a drug epidemic that are affecting, primarily yeah, affecting yeah, white people, uh-huh. I know where you're the, going. The, the, the stigma behind it isn't, oh, they're just criminals that deserve mm-hmm. to be locked up. They're degenerates. More, they look at it more in a humanistic way yeah. of, no, let's seek treatment uh-huh. for these people. I mean, like, I'm not, I didn't make that I no, I know. That I know. Myself. Yeah, I've heard I it. just I, I take that into consideration as a topic matter, and it just goes to show you how, you know, even even in today's standards, that there is a, there is a second um, a double standard in how mm-hmm. this sort of thing okay, is, yeah, is taking I, place. Obviously, I've heard about this a lot. Um, it's one way to think about it. I think there's something to it. Another thing you have to think about though is okay. Let's compare the current opioid epidemic to the crack epidemic in the 1980s. So the crack, okay, the crack epidemic in the 1980s precipitated a huge increase of violent crime. Correct. Yeah, to a level that the opioid crisis hasn't like come even close to. So you're not comparing the same thing. I do think there's something to that critique and something to that comparison, but you're in in the sense of how law enforcement responds, you're really not comparing the same thing. I don't know. I, again, I think I think there is um, an outbreak of criminal activity that's taking place. Maybe not on the same scale, but it's still fervent in its own right. Okay, yeah, but now, okay. Granted, compare, compare, compare the murder rates in some poor. Well, I don't know if that was. Uh, well, I don't know if it was purely because of crack, though. And here's the thing: if it could perhaps lead to that uh-huh. in the opioid addiction to uh-huh. that degree. If it's unchecked, and yeah. I think that's what they're worried about, checking it. But we let it we let it fester in mm-hmm. the cities, and it got to yeah. that point, well, and that's I mean, when that commentary started to take the place. A- the 80s and 90s crime wave in the cities, even to this day, people are really... Still trying to analyze what yeah. was the... I, yeah. I get it, and I totally get... Like yeah. I've, I've, read the, I've read some of the critiques on that as well. People I mean, are, I think the most current and generally the most agreed-on explanation is lead. Since um, huh, yeah. unleaded gasoline, um, gasoline used to have a lot of lead in it. Right. That messed people's brains up, made them more impulsive. I, I've environment. heard about that. Plus lead paint in houses, especially in lower income houses. 
Well, that's their true too. Grew, grew up I mean, the lead argument's been used for a lot of explanations. Yeah. I don't know if I want to just use that specifically. I think there mm. may have been more societal uh, symptoms to have precipitated those uh-huh. sort of actions. Yeah. One interesting um, proposition for why crime decreased so much in throughout the 2000s is video games. Kids, <laughs> kids actually had something to entertain them in their homes. I don't. So they didn't. Uh, I know. I know. I, I know. don't know but about there's, that. There's actually a lot of criminologists and a lot of people who really study this issue. So you're saying because of the advent of, of, of violent video games, yeah. it was a therapeutic outlet for no, those no, 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 who no, no, had no, no, psych- no, psychotic no. tendencies that's to want to have murder. <laughs> that's not it. Every, I, that's, no, okay, that's not it. I could easily go down that rabbit uh, hole and say that. No, that, that's on. not it. The cat. Should we not advocate for some therapeutic means to make sure that we help out people with psychological? No, the casual mechanism is, okay, back in the day when there was no video games, there was nothing for these young kids to do at home, right? If they wanted to just not be bored and sit around all day, they had to go out, hang out with their friends. They're just hanging out. There's nothing specifically for them to do. So they go out, you know, young kids, they start causing trouble, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what they do. They go out, hang out, no supervision, poor neighborhood, and what do they do? They just end up in trouble doing something they're not supposed to, right? So you're saying that... But since now, with video games, there's more for them to do at home. They just sit at home. They play their video games. That's how they're entertained. They don't need to just go out and just hang out aimlessly so they don't end up just doing so you're, sa- so you're saying that the sedentary yeah. lifestyles yes. that are being promoted through the technological advances yeah. such as smartphones mm-hmm. and video games are precipitating a, uh, a sort of characteristic in people to stay at home yeah. where there's less likelihood of having interactions with other negative influences outside. Yeah. And by doing so, the lower crime rates have been uh, seen throughout cities and, and, and nations rather than hadn't seen in the usual in the 1980s and 90s where there was that sort of leisure culture of staying home and playing something. Yes, a lot of serious criminologists believe that's a major factor. So really, it's the government then, if you think about it, trying mm. to control us to stay at home yes. and making us not go outside. Correct. And, and that is all conspiracy for us to just be drones inside our homes to reproduce and create workers and come home. Yeah, so don't play video games. Yeah, you're a stooge if you do. And Instead, just go out, you know, shoot people up. <laughs> Throw well, maybe rocks make some, well, maybe do something other than play video games. Like I, I, I will say this: like I don't play video games avidly anymore. I'm not speak, taking a moral high ground or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't watch. I've, I haven't watched cable like owned like cable like pay for cable and avidly mm. watch it probably in ten years since yeah. I moved out. Um, I read more. I mean, I do have some YouTube things that I like doing, uh-huh. but I'm very active on certain other like avenues of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I've, I've really cut back on. Because I know myself. I know myself mm-hmm. very well to the point where if I get involved in, like, Pokemon Go, for example. Yeah, you got into I got that. really, <laughs> really into Pokemon Go yeah. for two weeks. And then uh-huh. I, I, I woke up from the days and I'm like, holy crap, what the hell do I have to show for all of this? Uh-huh. And I just said I'm not playing anymore. Also, okay. I didn't play anymore because they can't – you still can't trade with people on the Pokemon Go app. What is the point of playing anything Pokemon related yeah, if I can't crazy. catch a stupid monster and then give it to my buddy or my friend or whatever yeah. and trade stuff? Like, that was the whole point. The rest of the... Ugh, I just, it, just, it just really, really bothers me that you can't trade with that game and I refuse to take part in such action because then it's just money hungry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I I mean, there was a big event this week, I think, to catch, I think, a Mew or a um, legendary bird Pokemon. Uh-huh. Um, 
And that Chicago, actually, there was a big event, a Pokemon Go event, where they had like mm-hmm. 20,000 people. Wow. And then Titanic, which is a terrible company. Titanic, if you're listening, you make crap games. You have crap support. Wow. You are an awful, awful company. And you are the reason why Pokemon Go is terrible, because you don't have the server space, the technology, or the know-how to make it. And that's where I stand, Titanic. Are they the makers of Pokemon Go? Correct, okay. yes. Um, so anyhow, they had this 20,000-person event, paid event, to oh. play Pokemon Go, and it all went to crap, and it sucked. <laughs> People, and one thing I've learned... There's one thing I've learned in my life is that don't piss off a bunch of nerds because yeah. those people can go bonkers, okay? Mm. We've been to plenty of anime conventions to oh, see yeah. how crazy <laughs> crazy that culture can get. Like, oh, yeah. don't tell it – don't tell – and believe me, nerds, I say that in the most endearing terminology, okay? It's, it's, I think that's something that you should take pride in rather than in disgust. But I ain't going to tick you guys off because you guys can go from zero to 100 in a heartbeat. And that scares the crap out of me, especially when you have cosplay swords. Regardless if they're made of foam or not, I don't want anything of that sort of cylindrical object near me when you're enraged. Yeah. That being said, there was this twenty thousand person event, and 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 it didn't work. And he had all these nerds flipping out, <laughs> saying, "You know, give us our money back!" Throwing bottles on the stage. That's Long awesome. story short, they refunded the whole crowd and gave hundred dollar freaking credits to their mm-hmm. game accounts for the Pokemon Go to play with. So, oh, there you go. Titanic, you are a terrible, terrible company. Wow. I know. I get really. You said your piece. Yeah, I did. I did. And speaking about saying our piece, Hmm. we're about to hit that mark where we have to say goodbye. That's true. That is true. Um, We'll meet again, though. We will meet again. We don't know where. We'll meet again. Don't know how. Don't know when. On the Tim and Dave podcast show i should be a singer it was no but that was good i think i'm great I all think right I'm all right be a singer Go oh ahead. yeah oh dude we need a rat pack i don't know <laughs> we're going back to that we need a good third all right we, we need we, we need we should make a craigslist ad for this okay seeking That's a weird seeking a third for our <laughs> seeking a third duet. <laughs> two men looking for a good friend two men looking for a third um, but yeah, anyhow, ladies and gents, thank you so much for tuning in to the Tim and Dave podcast show. Um, you know, I know it's uh, it's 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 coming along, and we're very happy. We're thinking about playing with the idea of having a Twitch account and doing live mm. shows. That'd be interesting. Um, but tell us how you feel about that. If you have any, any suggestions of how the direction of the show, even if it's something crazy, like I don't know, having an ostrich instead of a armadillo as you, our oh no no, no. actually no don't don't say I thought you said having an ostrich as a guest. <laughs> that i could go for but not not replacing just an ostrich up in here just chilling out he's like what does the ostrich have to say about this (laughs) yo that's our third man you know what never mind guys we don't need a third we're just gonna get an ostrich nice i heard ostrich eggs are good though really an ostrich meat Mm, let's eat an ostrich anyhow uh thank you for listening (laughs) it's been a pleasure this is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. And again, stay tuned for next week's podcast. And you can t- check us out on Facebook or on Patreon, Tim and Dave Show Podcast. We're also on Google Play and on SoundCloud. Take care, everybody. Bye. I don't know. I mean, like, if, if, if we had a bird, I wonder if that would be, like, illegal to have a It doesn't bird. matter. I mean, we're going to kill him after the thing anyway. <laughs>